Hi, and welcome to today's episode of the Business Creators Radio Show. I'm your host, Adam Homey, and I want to welcome you to today's very special episode. Before we dive into that, let me just tell you a little bit about Business Creators Radio. As the name says, our listeners are business creators. They fall into four categories, entrepreneurs, small business owners, and local business owners, marketing and business coaches, folks who help others build their businesses, such as web designers, graphic designers, social media managers, product launch managers, marketing and business coaches, anybody who helps others succeed at the game of marketing, and do-it-yourselfers who run your own businesses. If you are one or more of the above, please explore episodes and discover how our experts can help you win at the game of marketing at businesscreatorsradioshow.com. Also, be sure to check out our podcast on iTunes. Just do a search for Business Creators Radio Show and check out our archive of previous episodes. Any and all five-star recommendations are appreciated and will help us spread our message further and help other business creators just like you. In today's episode, I am very, very honored to have two really great friends of mine, Mike and Robin Pashoda, join us today. And the title of today's episode is The Marketing Game Changer, More Visibility Leads Clients and Cash. Mike and Robin, how are you guys doing today? What's up, Adam? Thanks for having us, man. We're fabulous. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Thank you so much for being here. So for those of you who are listening who may not know who Mike and Robin are or may have heard of Mike and Robin Pashota but really need a little bit more about who they are and what they do, let me just tell you a little bit about them. Mike and Robin are purpose-driven entrepreneurs. Or actually, let me do this a different way. Um, I, you know, I'm doing the official reading of the bio. Let me start over. Purpose-driven entrepreneurs all over the world are paying attention to what Mike and Robin Pashota have to say about the hottest and most fun online marketing methods. Through their company, MarketingYourPurpose.com, Mike and Robin have transformed hundreds of their clients into role breakers and money makers through startups, product launches, visibility, lead generation, and conversion techniques that have resulted in multi-million dollar successes. They've been featured in places like you know, little publications that a few people might have heard of, such as Forbes Magazine, Today's Innovative Woman, Space Coast Business, YFS Entrepreneur Magazine, Advantages Magazine, and many others. Robin and Mike Pashota are online marketing strategists, coaches, and speakers, and are crazy dreamers who believe it's possible for everyone to build unique and profitable businesses that everyone's talking about. As stay-at-home parents of a two-year-old, they believe that making tons of money is pointless if you're strapped for time. So they've mastered the art of leveraging and maximizing every ounce of your online marketing so you can serve more people, make insane amounts of money, and have the freedom to enjoy it all. And let me tell everybody who's listening, somebody who's preparing in two weeks to drive across the country in three time zones to my new home in Las Vegas, Nevada, I can certainly appreciate the impact of the phrase, every ounce of your online marketing within the shortest amount of time possible. <laughs> now, as far as Mike and Robin, uh, you know, we've been members of each other's LinkedIn discussion groups for a long time, and I met them in person at Suzanne Evans' Be the Change event in April 2013. I know I was just kind of messing around out in the exhibit hall, and then Mike and Robin come up to me, and they're like, dude, we don't play that, or something along those lines, and I just busted out <laughs> laughing, and then he introduced himself like, oh, yeah, Mike and Robin, I know these guys. So, uh, so then we had this, we had this uh, bet that we were going to see each other 100 more times throughout the event. So every time we walked by each other, one would point to the other and say, 10, 11, 12, remember that? 
I remember, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, let's, so let's dive into this. Now, before we get into the main topic of what we're going to discuss today, the marketing game changer, let's take a step back and give our listeners a chance to know you a bit. Now, I explained your official bio there. You saw the reading of the bio. So just tell us in your own words a little bit about your background and kind of what got you to where you are today, helping entrepreneurs and business owners succeed in marketing and growing their businesses. Definitely. Uh, you know, first of all, again, Adam, thank you so much for having us. You're definitely one of our favorite people, man. We, we love working yeah. with you. You're a blast to meet in person. So, again, thanks for having us. Um, you know, we're not really much on the, the stuff shirt mumbo jumbo, so one sentence will be what we do, and then I'll really tell you the heart of who we are. As you shared, you know, we're Mike and Robin Pichot of MarketingYourPurpose.com, and, you know, we are online marketing strategists and coaches. And we help purpose-driven entrepreneurs get more visibility, leads, clients, and cash online. But really, that's, that's the official, the mumbo-jumbo of what we do. When, as you shared in, in, your, in our bio, the heart of the matter is really that Robin and I were stay-at-home parents of a two-year-old son, and we strongly believe that making tons of money is pointless if you don't have any time. Yeah. And right. I remember the first day that we found out that I was pregnant, here, it was supposed to be the happiest day of our lives, right? But sadly, and, you know, we're kind of, you know, kind of embarrassed to say it, but it really, for us, it was the most terrifying and scariest day of our lives. And we literally freaked out. We cried like babies. <laughs> and the reason is because we're really strong on family values, and at the time when we found out we were having a baby, we were just slaves to our business. And the real kicker, the ironic part about it, is that we were slaves to our business, but we were only making about $400 a month at the time. Yes. <laughs> so, right. You know, and at that time, we really didn't see how we'd possibly be able to spend time with our son and raise him right and provide for our family. And so we went on a mission, and as you shared, we mastered the art of leveraging and maximizing every ounce of your online marketing so that you can serve more people, make crazy amounts of money, and above all, the most important is have the freedom to enjoy it all. Yeah, and, and really, the thing that really drives us even more this, to this day is that we hear that same story, the same story as ours. We hear it over and over again from our clients. It's, it's maybe not the exact same story, but we hear similar things. And that kind of thing just really breaks our heart to hear it over and over again. So we really started our business and we started down this online marketing road because we wanted freedom for ourselves. We didn't have this great altruistic, we were like, help, we're dying, we're sinking, and we wanted to create that freedom for our own lives, but the reason why we continue and why it drives us and, and lights our passion is because we want to be a freedom catalyst for other people, and that's really the heart of it, and that's even our Twitter handle and our Pinterest page, it's called Freedom Catalyst. Yes. Yes, that I'm, that I'm aware of. Now, here in the Business Creators Radio Show, we provide tools, techniques, and strategies to help entrepreneurs quickly grow their businesses. A lot of our listeners tell me that they have 
everything they need to succeed at marketing except time and money. Now, do you see this as an issue for some of your clients and customers? Absolutely. It, it, it's every small business's conundrum. It's kind of like, like, it, like we, we were on stage maybe two weeks ago, and Robin had shared the analogy that the guy that stops marketing to save money is like the guy that breaks his clock to save time. Right. And so it happens, you know, and it happens that that's entrepreneurs kind of do that because they, they, they figure, oh, I'm going to stop marketing so I can cut back on the funds, and then that cuts back on the funds. Yeah, well, the reason we see that is like the biggest struggle, the not having enough time and not having enough money. But what we have found is that the reason for that is because so many people are scattered. They're kind of confused because we live in a world where you can get information anywhere so easily at the click of a button. And so people are learning, 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 and they're learning and they're adding all these extra things on to do. And it's really easy to get distracted and what we, we like to call it, it's fragmented. All yeah. your marketing efforts are fragmented. They're not working together as a whole. And so you're busying yourself. And the reason that you don't have any money is because you're distracted and you're using all your time doing busy work that's not really leading to money. A, a big one that we see is um, social media. You know, you hear the, the big buzzword that everybody says your number one goal for social media is, do you know it? To make friends, to make connections. I've heard so many different variations of this, so why don't you just cut to the case and give us your answer. When, when we say this, you're going to go, yes, yeah, I've heard it's it. It's engagement. That's what everybody says is what you're shooting for. Now, while engagement is important and it does affect your, your rankings and how often people see your posts and that kind of thing, it gets you so distracted from the goal. You're on social media to make money. You're doing any of your marketing to make money. I mean, yes, you want to make connections. Yes, you want to have engagement, but you get so focused on engagement and you're not doing anything to drive people to your website, to drive people into your funnel. And so it's just this kind of scattered thing that we see going on. Definitely. Right, right, right. And, and, I, and I feel the same way. And so many people, and I, we're going to talk about this a little bit, I know, through some of the stuff you're going to share, is they go on social media and they're like, well, where's the money coming in? I remember one of our own clients uh, going back about two years ago. I'm just going to share this really quick anecdote that ties so well into what you're going to share with us is uh, you know, he got his new internet marketing presence going. Uh, we all got the new website up. We got him started with his website conversion conversation and how to blog and how to share on social media and all this other stuff. And he was doing it for about a month, and he's like, uh, I haven't made any money yet. What's going on here? So here's what I did. I, I, I said, okay, today, okay, we had this go live what? Uh, I'm going to make this up, April 25th, because I can't remember the exact date. So I said, pull out your calendar right now. Go into next year and make a note to yourself to call me on April 25th at 10 o'clock. And he went in and punched that in. And he said, why am I doing this? Because on April 25th, which means you'll be, have done this for one year, you're going to call me and tell me how it's going. Well, uh, it, didn't take quite a year for, it didn't take quite a year for him to call me. I think it was about a couple months later, and he said, yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. And he was telling me about all these new speaking gigs he got, and it's 
big, big corporate client he nailed and how he was getting interviewed in various magazines and uh, he was in talks to uh, be a featured something on his local TV station. Just a lot of stuff started happening, and it had a lot to do with the engagement and the fact that he was out there and he did it consistently. He didn't hold back on the marketing while the money wasn't exactly coming in, so he wasn't breaking the clock to save time. He was instead focusing on smart marketing that helped him get closer to his goal. He understood it's a snowball, it's not a thunderclap, and you're going to share some things and some of the foundations that lead us to that. So the next question I have for you is that you guys have gotten pretty well known for changing the way people think about marketing. I mean, we're at the point where people are emailing me confidentially asking me their thoughts on working with you. I mean, uh, you're really getting out there, and a lot of people in my orbit have been looking very positively at what you guys are doing. Now, what's so different in your opinion based on your experience hands-on about marketing these days as opposed to how it was five years ago, ten years ago, or whatever X number of years ago? Great question. Um, <clears throat> there's a couple things. First, you know, above all, it's all about connections and trust. And, and what happens is you are the hottest commodity on the market these days. Yeah. You, you, you know, you can't just market based on what you do. That's why when we shared our bio, what we do isn't really the most important piece because there's a million people that do what we do. There's not really a connection right. there. Uh, I'm actually reminded of – of a study that was done in the early 60s, this, this developmental psychologist dude named Robert Fance discovered that people are actually born with an innate ability to recognize faces. And he had conducted all kinds of these really cool experiments. Yeah, and what he did is he took newborn babies and he would show um, images in front of the baby and he would um, connect their brains up to, you know, these little monitoring machines. And he would put, you know, shapes, colors, toys. He would put, you know, inanimate objects. And then he would put a person's face. And what happened was that the, the baby's brain was just uh, reacting just insane when it saw a human face. And it really didn't have any reaction when it was just an inanimate object. And so what his experiments really proved is that even at birth, like we arrive on this planet prepackaged with mechanisms to form close relationships and to connect with other human beings. And when you really think about it, just look at the fact that when a baby is born, its eyesight, it can only see so far until everything's a blur. Right. And the exact distance that a baby can see is about 12 to 14 inches, which is the exact distance from the mother's breast to her face, like when she's breastfeeding. And so we're just right. born with this desire to connect. And, and actually, that's, that's exactly why you see toys with faces on them. Thomas the Tank Engine, and you, know, you see all you know, cars and planes that have faces on them because there's actually a real science behind marketing. And in the earlier days of advertising, before things were changed so drastically in the way that they are today, people were still trying to get those human connections. Think of the Michelin Man and the Pillsbury Doughboy and things like that. They all had faces on them. And so today things are shifting dramatically. It's all down to a person, that 
one-on-one -on -one connection. Even Allstate, we all know that annoying lady, Flo, right? No, um, she's oh, actually. Yeah, yeah, Allstate. Allstate has the deep voice guy. I'm sorry. And then Flo. And they have the main Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, Allstate has a guy who started the Secret Service agent in, um, I believe it was, un I believe it was Absolute Powers that Clint Eastwood movie, and uh, okay. Flo is progressive insurance. Yeah, Flo yeah. is progressive. So, so you know, if you look close enough, you you see this happening all over. So, what it means for you yeah. is that you've got to come out of hiding. You've got to get out from behind your logo, come out from behind your desk, and you have to be the face of your business. You have to actually really let some personal stuff out about you, stuff that real people can relate to other than what you're selling. And so yeah. for us, we talk about our son a lot because people are drawn to us that are also, there's a term, parentpreneurs. And so people that, are, that have that same connection, they're, they're drawn to us. You know, maybe we talk about a fear we overcame. People are drawn to us who might have experienced the same thing. And there's a trust that's formed there when people feel like you get them when you've been where, you know, where they are. Yeah. So that's what's I, really changed uh, uh, the most about marketing is that it's all coming down to that personal connection. You see even the big corporations, they're all taking it. It used to be this whole we, 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 and you would try to make yourself seem bigger than you are. I remember when we first started our business, it – it was just us, and we we're tiny little things, and we would put on our website language, you know, trying to make us sound like we were a bigger company than we were because that was like th that's the credible thing to do, you know, is if you're larger than life and we would have these phone systems that's like press one to speak with Mike and press two <laughs> if you'd like to speak with the marketing department. You know, and, and it's like every number you <laughs> Yeah. Every number you push, you're going to get us. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We've had our phone system for many years, and ours was originally like that, where we had the marketing department and the billing department. And the only thing that they, the only thing that all those extensions had in common is they all went to my assistant. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so the way business used to be, you wanted to seem bigger and kind of untouchable, but all even the larger corporations, they're getting, they're, they're making themselves seem smaller, more personal, more one-on-one. -on -one. Definitely. So that's really yeah. the biggest change that we see. Yeah, exa exactly. And, and I was in a conversation about this about, I want to say about three or four months ago. It was one of my LinkedIn conversations, and this very question came up of this whole thing of connections and trust and building no like and trust and and I still saw some people out there commenting saying, well, you know, you really should uh, make it feel more like a company because then people will trust you more. And my response to that was, uh, you know, if, you, I mean, if you've ever heard this real estate guy in New York named Donald Trump, I mean, would you see yeah, yeah, would you be – exactly, exactly. Do you think you might be as attracted to his brand if you were – doing business with the Trump Organization, a multinational investment firm that specializes in high-end real estate <laughs> properties, or do, you think, or, or do you think you might be more attracted to the Donald? I mean, what, I mean what, which one do you think exactly. is going to be more likely to bring him customers? Exactly. exactly. No doubt. Right. I mean, if so you're not guys, convinced you, of it, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say, if you're, if you're not convinced of it, I mean, just look at what the big boys are doing out there. The exactly. big corporations, you might not have noticed it until now, but every time you watch a commercial, you're going to see it now. You've got Wendy's, you know, they've got the Wendy girl, they've got all these commercials where, where there's a, a person connected. Even, I mean, Guinness beer commercial, for goodness sake, they're beer, and they're having a commercial that's all about ushy-gushy, heartfelt friendship between buys and stuff like this. So it really is about the connection and the one-on-one -on -one connection. That's why, just going back to your earlier example, Progressive Insurance has flow. I mean, you're not going to be able to connect to Progressive Insurance unless you can connect to flow. That's why Geico has the gecko, and that's why uh, Allstate Insurance has the guy who played the Secret Service agents in absolute power, because people yeah. associate a name with a face. And, and, uh, and the guy who plays that, you know, the Allstate agent, uh, his first name is De Dennis, his last name escaped me, He's been in television shows and movies for 20 or 30 years. I mean, he's a veteran actor. He's been around the block several hundred times in that industry. But currently, he's best known as the Allstate guy. When you think Allstate, you think of him. Are you in good hands? Yeah. That's, that's the whole reason why they bring him on. Now, overall, what do you see as the major struggle entrepreneurs are facing in business in regards to making a consistent, steady flow of money coming in? One word. I have one word answer for that. They're chasing. Okay. And what All I right. mean by that is they're in a position where they're constantly chasing down the next client, the next lead, the next opportunity, the next business, the next business venture, instead of being in a position where they're attracting yeah. clients and leads. Exactly. Listeners to the Business Creators Radio Show, just very quickly, will draw some similarities between that statement and what Jim Palmer, the news letter guru shared with us about repeat and referral customers and how it is so much easier to retain or reconvert a customer you already have than to go out and chase customers. And I say myself all the time because in the internet marketing training space where you get all these gurus, uh, you know, and God love them because I think of myself as a guru too, and I know that there are more and more people who think of you guys as gurus now with all the stuff you've been doing in these past couple of years. It's been pretty amazing. Uh, what you hear over and over again is uh, this proven system will get more traffic to your website. And I cringe when I hear the phrase traffic to your website. I mean, because when I hear traffic, when I hear traffic, I am instantly reminded of the reason why I work out of the home. That is not something that is not something that's gonna open awesome. That is not something that's gonna open my wallet. That's something that's gonna close my mind. What I want are targeted visitors to my web pages. And I want those visitors to be pre qualified, prepped and pumped. So when they land on my web page, the fact that they're going to take the action that I want them to take, in other words, meet my conversion goal, because I know, you know we work with website conversions and you work with website conversions, so this is something that we can talk about peer-to-peer. -peer. I, 
understand, and it's been my belief for a long time, that the majority of what I call the website conversion conversation, that process of building know, like, and trust, of creating connections, happens before your visitor lands on your web page, which means when you engage oh, yeah. them on social media, when you communicate with them via email, when you have a television commercial where your giant international conglomerate of a corporation is represented by a friendly likable person who they can connect with one-on-one -on -one and feel that this is a warm company that's going to help me. So by the time that a person watches an Allstate commercial and they finally get to Allstate.com, it's almost a foregone conclusion. They're variously considering getting insurance with Allstate because the guy kept asking, are you in good hands? And if they want to go with progressive, <laughs> it's because they want to work with flow. Uh, remember about 10 years ago or maybe 12 years ago when Aflac, uh, the Aflac duck first came out? And I admit I bought. Yeah, I admit I bought Aflac ducks. In fact, uh, in fact, uh, where I used to work, uh, I was uh, I used to walk up and down the aisles quacking Aflac, Aflac, Aflac. And some people <laughs> thought it was funny. Uh, some people reported me to management, but I didn't care about them. I was focused on the people who thought it was funny. And uh, and uh, and we ended up we ended up. Uh, doing a bulk order of Aflac ducks where we ordered like 10 of these little quacking Aflac ducks. We had just pulled our money and did a bulk order. It was just so hilarious. <laughs> In fact, as I was cleaning out my apartment here, because uh, I'm getting ready to move across the country, I discovered I still have my Aflac ducks. Oh, I pressed them. I pressed them. They still quack. So I'm statistically more likely to work with Aflac for that type of insurance because I like the duck. <laughs> Definitely. Exactly. Right. So, so that, so that, so that duck creates a connection, and companies like Aflac, uh, Allstate, Progressive, rather than trying to chase people, because when you look at Aflac's advertising, you look at Allstate's advertising, and you look at Progressive's advertising, I mean, of course they're going to mention their low rates and how they beat the competition. They're going to mention that because you have to, because that kind of audience does tend to shop on price, at least partially. But that's the, the real message is. We're fun. We're funny. You know who we are. We're cute. Uh, we like you. We like people. We want to hang out with you. And that yeah, is why people feel drawn to these types of companies. That's why we're talking about Aflac, Allstate, Progressive, and we may not be talking to the same degree about some of the other companies. I mean, I thought Eshorns, uh, uh, which is now owned by Allstate, they had some really funny commercials where they had the, uh, the arguments in the office or the competitions between the online division and the offline division. And uh, I, I just haven't seen as much of that lately. Maybe they're still doing it. I don't know. But when they were doing that, they were definitely doing the right thing. Now, moving along here, I know I one thing you talk about a lot is the chemistry and strategy of client attraction. And what exactly do you mean by that? Okay, well, the chemistry side of it, that is the thing that pulls people to you, the thing that gets you noticed and gets people watching you and talking about you, where people are kind of mesmerized by you and they're kind of drawn into you and they don't even know why. That's the chemistry. It's just this overall perception that the marketplace has of you, like you were saying, before they even get into your funnel, before they even get to your website. Like a lot of people who might be listening to this right now, they saw us, uh, us post on this, and you might, have, you might know stuff about us. You might know stuff about 
me and Mike. You might know stuff about what we do. You might know some of the successes that we've gotten and all this kind of stuff. And what happens is that every time you come into contact to hearing us speak or hearing us talk or give a training, you're bringing all that stuff with you that you, that you keep in your mind somewhere. You're bringing all that information with you into the context of what you're hearing us teach you right now. And so right. the chemistry is, is just this, this mesmerizing, we call it fabulosity, is, is the thing that just draws people to you. And they know they want more, they know they're attracted to you, and they just can't even put their finger on why. Because, you know, when, when we live in such a distracted and overwhelmed world, everything out there is fighting tooth and nail to get noticed. And so there's certain things that you can do to get people attracted to you. You're in control of how people will perceive you. And without it, you're not going to be able to sell products. You can't sell your services. You can't get joint ventures, nothing. You can't get any of that. You'll, you'll actually be pushed aside in the marketplace, or even worse. The worst thing is you'll be forgotten. So the chemistry is just having that certain oomph in your brand identity, in your message, your point of view, and things like that. So if you're not really drawing people in with those kind of things and getting people locked in, you'll actually just become irrelevant. So you've got to really tap into what makes you tick, what things you're really passionate about, where you stand, you know, your little soapbox, if you will. All those things are really important on the chemistry side of things. And, and, and then there's, you know, we said the chemistry and strategy. So the strategy side is knowing the actions to take that make it easy for people to say yes and want to do business with you. You'd be surprised how many websites or businesses that we encounter that it's, it's almost like, you have to beat down their door to work with them. There's so many obstacles in between their customer and the yes, and they don't even realize it. Yeah. And so there's really very, very specific things to do that can actually create a lead-generating machine that works like clockwork without fail, even when, like, Robin and I are out on a date night or, you know, we're at a four-day event and we come back to our hotel room and there's, those my favorite emails are the ones that come from PayPal. That's, <laughs> you just got paid. You just got paid. And, you know, those are my favorite emails that I ever get. And so there's things that you can do to have your inbox full of those even while you have the freedom to enjoy your life and do the things that you want to be doing with your life. So it's really creating that lead-generating machine. And that's the chemistry and the strategy together. Right. Well, so basically, if we're talking about me and my girlfriend, she's the chemistry side and I'm the strategy side. Uh, when we were describing <laughs> that, Robin, you sound so much like her. She doesn't understand why she finds me attractive because I'm so much different from her, she says, and, and I'm so much different from any guy she's ever been with before, and she still can't figure out why she's so attracted to me. I know why I'm attracted to her, but she can't figure it out with me, but, you know, exactly. it doesn't really but matter to me is. because it works. But yeah, it works. Exactly, and she is, and you don't need to know why she is, and the right. fact that she doesn't know it makes it all the better because she's just so mesmerized. Like, man, why do I love this guy so much? Yeah, it's just like getting yes. in her atom is awesome. Yeah. 
Yes. Yes. And if that keeps passing through her mind, I'm perfectly happy for that to continue to be the case. And, uh, and I'm actually perfectly okay. And, and I think this is the point for our listeners. I'm perfectly okay if she doesn't dive too deeply because if I just keep doing what I'm doing <laughs> – that, and that keeps me awesome, then that works well for me and that works well for her too. So I think a point that I want to just bring out very quickly is for folks who think too hard about, well, what am I going to do to prove that I have this knowledge and expertise and wisdom and I need to pump out 85,000 case studies? I mean, I have gotten advice in the, in the past that I need to create case study after case study after case study after case study, and I would say, that's great. Tell me what topics to write. And they would give me the topics to write, and I would say, okay, this one's irrelevant. Uh, this one bores me. This one creates a conflict of interest. <laughs> Uh, I, might do th- I might do this one, but it doesn't always serve my purpose. And that's how I would deal with the whole let's create a case study thing. Now, if you want to talk about my results and, uh, and you want to get an example of how what I can do will help you, I can share anecdotes. I can share examples all day long. And, yes, I can take the advice for multipurpose that in the case studies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. But at the same time, I also understand that's not really what's going to bring them into the yard. It's that no like, and trust. It's that it's those connections. It's not chasing, but rather attracting. It's the chemistry and the yeah. strategy that's really going to bring people in. When they're this close to being ready to hire me, or maybe even after they've already hired me in some cases, because people make buying decisions based on emotion and back it up with logic, then they may say something like, well, do you have any examples? Can you tell us how you've done it right. to other people? And I, I, can, I can tell you all day long, but, but, if, but by the time – I'm needing to share examples of case studies or things that we've done successfully. Uh, if I'm doing it right, I've already converted them by that point. They just simply need us to justify a decision they've already made. A couple weeks ago, uh, I, I was exactly. a couple weeks ago. I had somebody call me out of the blue, and I'm thinking, yes, somebody called me out of the blue. I'm going to make a sale today, and. Uh, I was giving them some, you know, insights in terms of what I thought their problems were, and I was just getting ready to, just getting ready to uh, show them how we could work with them. And they said, you know what, uh, what we really need to see is we need to see some examples of work you've done. We need to see testimonials, references, and all that. And I know you can send that to me. Here's our email address. And I said, sure, I'll do that. Click. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't do it because uh, for okay. two reasons. Uh, reason, number, reason number one is that client already has an unhealthy skepticism, which is going to permeate into everything that we will do with them. And point number two is I also recognize awesome that either I didn't do something right or they didn't connect with me at the right point or I didn't give them the opportunity to connect at the right point, which can happen to anybody. That just wasn't the type of connection you're really looking for. What you're really looking for is them to be ready to do business with you based on connection, trust, attraction, chemistry, and strategy without having to prove it with your resume and cover letter first. That is so true. You know, we had one probably, what was it, two weeks ago, right? On a, on a sales call, you know, we didn't chase them down. We didn't say, hey, you know, we want to sell you working with us. They went to our website. They filled out they wanted a complimentary discovery session. And so right. we got on the phone with them. They stepped forward and said, hey, I'm interested in working with you. We got on the phone, and I mean, we were getting drilled yeah, it was, for, yeah, it was I like, want to see, I want to see examples of a campaign you've done, <laughs> this, that, and the other. And I'm trying to explain, and I, and I said, well, honestly, 
if I, I could show you 20 different campaigns right now, but you, that's not going to tell you anything other than you're going to look at it and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that looks nice. How do you know what the goal of that campaign was, what their objective was? How do you know all the, the thought process that went behind that campaign? You can't tell the success of a campaign just by looking at it. Just like I can't go to your website, I can't tell how many sales you make from your website just by looking at your website. Exactly. So I right. can give you an example and tell you here, here's one that we did. And you're going to, if you don't understand what we're trying to tell you, then you don't understand how that Whether website is good or, or bad. Like what criteria are you judging by? So we were just like, oh, man, we got we to gotta get off of here because yeah. – Obviously, you know, you, you do not like us. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's okay. And I think that's a big thing, Adam. And I think it's a big thing for everybody on, on the call to listen to and, and to really take when, we, when I shared earlier that one of the biggest struggles we see is people are chasing. And this is why, because they're, they, they don't know who their ideal clients are. And so most of the time they're not even working with the right people. They probably don't enjoy most of what they're doing and they're continuously chasing that next sale, yeah. and they don't like it, then they're kind of burnt out, and these, these, this process continues to go. And, you know, you have to be able to be in a spot like you were, Adam, and say, you know what, I don't think we're really a right fit. I'm not going to go through the, yeah, the exactly. trouble of sending you a million testimonials and a 40-page proposal and all this other stuff because I don't think we're a good fit anyway, and that's okay. Yeah, right. 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 Uh, you see, the problem is when the three of us get together, we can talk for about 18 hours nonstop. So <laughs> we still have a few things to cover here, but I want to tell just one more quick story that's somewhere along those lines. I, I had somebody call me about, I want to say it was May or June. It wasn't too long ago. And uh, they, you know, we got into a conversation. They said they had a few questions for me. So I'm thinking, okay, this is the point where they test me a little bit to see what I really know about this. Fair questions, something that I better be prepared to answer. So their first question is, let's say that you and your client have a difference in opinion. What steps do you take to resolve those differences? And without even skipping a beat, I said, well, I hang up on it if they ask me one more so-called question like that. I don't care what your entrepreneur success coach <laughs> is telling you you need to do to vet your team members. Uh, I don't answer those questions. They hired me. <laughs> Because, because, because they like the fact that I cut through the BS and just got to the point. It's like, you know, I, I, I know I can do this. I know I'm going to get you a killer result. And, I mean, you better hope that I can work out a dispute. And, I'm not, and, I, and, if, they, and if they wanted to keep talking about this, I would have said I'm not really looking to have us agree on anything necessarily. I'm, you're coming to me because you need help increasing your website conversions, and I'm going to give you everything I've got to help you do just that. I'm going to stand by your side, and I'm going to make sure that this happens. Uh, we're not going to agree on everything, and I'm going to suggest things that you do that you may have heard of in the past and thought were a bad idea. Uh, you may, I may suggest things that are maybe even outside your comfort zone. I mean, there's many things that could happen. You may want to try something, and I may have very strong reasons why you really shouldn't do that, and I can give you 10 examples of how we've done something like that, and it hasn't worked. We're not looking to necessarily agree on anything. When I ask a question like that, I can see where this goes. The client says, I want to do X. I say, I'm not sure if that's a bad idea. And then the client says, well, wait a minute. You're not giving me what I want. And so the question becomes, how are you going to fix it so I get what I want? If that's the mindset, I can't work with them. But on the other hand, 
because they took my response to that in the spirit in which I intended. It wasn't to attack them. It was just to set the record straight. They, they actually had a revelation of, wow, this guy's really not going to hold anything back. Uh, this guy's a warrior. He's, he's really going really to make this work for me. This is somebody I want to work with. So sometimes the empire strikes back and scores a victory. <laughs> Good one. All right. Now, let's talk a little bit about strategy, because here on the Business Creators Radio Show, and we have about 20 minutes left, uh, so we still have plenty of time to do this. Uh, here on the Business Creators Radio Show, we like to give people some specifics they can walk away from every time as much as possible. So we want to give people some actionable tips they can take away today and actually make some changes right now. Now, I know you guys are real sticklers. And for those of you listening right now, I think you picked up on this by now. Mike and Robin are real sticklers for taking a stand against poor marketing practices that are being taught and done today. So why don't we have a little bit of fun here and just give us some examples of what not to do. Definitely. We like to start with the what not to do because it's a lot easier to get people not doing the wrong things and, get, and not getting results. Right. So. Uh, we actually, we're, we're going to talk about five main mistakes, and these are mistakes that we see on your website, but a lot of these also carry through to mistakes that people are doing in their social media and other avenues of their marketing. But we're going to start because on your website, and you know this, Adam, everything starts and ends there. That's it. That's your hub. That's your storefront. That's, right. that's where it's at. Everything leads there. So when you want to create this lead-generating machine that we've been talking about that just plain works – you have to have the proper foundation in place first, right? No sense doing what you, t- what you said earlier, driving traffic to your website <laughs> if it's not built to close the deal. Just, it's just that simple. Right. People go after SEO. I see it all the time. Oh, I want traffic. I want traffic. So what? What are you going to do when you get it? Yeah, yeah. So right. there's five main areas that people get stuck and where they're leaking valuable leads. And the first one is one – that if I see this, Robin and I will spend an hour going back and forth just talking about And cracking up. Laughing, sometimes it pisses us off because it may have been somebody we wanted to work with, right? So here's the example. Right. And the first not to do is don't use jargon, generic BS that does not make sense. Yeah. Here's an example of one we saw the other day, Adam. We're on a website, right? And this is what it says on the homepage. Oh, and these were marketing experts. Yeah, yeah. These weren't just this, – this wasn't like, you know, local pet sitter or, you know, our local dentist or something. These were like – these were actually companies that did marketing. That's why it pissed us off. <laughs> so here's what it says on the homepage. This is, this is what their jargon says. It says, we're here to change how you do business. Our specialized team will identify your issues, provide solutions, and implement changes for your business. Our world wow, is changing I'm the way this already. is done. We will help you change with it. I know. Like, what? Like they say oh that my they're going to identify your issues, <laughs> they're going to provide solutions, and they're going to implement the changes. <laughs> like who, what business does not do that? <laughs> really? Every again, business. again, Robin, again, Robin, that sounds like every third conversation with my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Here's another one, Adam. This was even funnier. We, we saw this, I think this was um, a, a Facebook link led to, to, to this page, which was supposed to be like a landing page or something. And it says, we will customize a strategy for your business. We want to take you where you want to go. Click here to get our competitive pricing. <laughs> I, well, 
you don't even know where I want to go. What does that even mean? Yeah, the problem with with this is you say, we want to take you where you want to (laughs) go. It's so generic. It's so cliche. It's so jargony. It doesn't connect with anyone. You're not even giving me any inclination to to think that you even have the slightest clue of where I want to go. Because if you knew where I wanted to go, you would say that. Exactly. So there's no connection there. And so a lot of people, when they use this jargon, it's not because they don't know. It's not because they don't know. But you just need need to pull that stuff out. You cannot have this nonspecific language on your website. It has to connect with someone. Exactly. And And the, the second thing is that sometimes on your website you are overly aggressive. And this one's not as common as some of the other ones out there, especially with women, they, they kind of avoid selling. They don't like selling. But sometimes you see people selling too soon. And what I mean by that is they're giving their prices and putting these buy now buttons everywhere without building value, without connecting with anyone. You go on, on their page and it says services. And you click on the services tab, and it's this drop-down menu. Uh, here's my coaching. Here's my such and such coaching program. Here's this coaching program. Buy now, buy now with a button, <laughs> and that's all it says. And you absolutely have to connect with people. You have to build that value and that trust. And what's kind of ironic about this one is that usually the people that are being too aggressive in this manner are the people who don't. Uh, feel comfortable selling themselves. They're the ones being right. too aggressive selling because it's kind of like their passive approach. They're passive aggressive and they're just saying, oh, well, let me just say what my package is and put a price because I don't want to talk about myself. Exactly. I don't want to talk about my service. But nobody's going to click buy now. They have no idea what that is, what you're trying or, to sell them. Or, or wow. the value in it or, or what it's going to do for them. Here's Here's the third one, and I know you're going to laugh when you hear this because you, you, I know you see this all the time, and that is they're me-centric. And what I mean is this is like <laughs> yeah, that, you're right. <laughs> it, it's the old-school way of lifting, like, your resume and your credentials. It's not enough today. Like, you know, you go to the website, and it's like, oh, we're the leading service provider for educational products across the global sea uh, line, and, and we, and we, and then we also are certified in <laughs> – microbiological communicational studies from the University of Harvard. No one gives a crap. Really, <laughs> nobody cares about you and what you're certified in and, and really what you know. It's the, the, the age-old question is, what's in it for me? And that's what people are looking for yeah. when they get to your website, when they connect with you on social media. How are you going to help me and what results are you going to provide? And I so, mean, credibility right. is important. It's actually one of the seven power plays that we teach in our Marketing Game Changer program, but you don't need it plastered all over your website, and you don't need to completely brand your whole business around your credentials. Uh, a lot of people are like, I'm a real coach. I'm a certified coach. I'm a certified business coach, and this and that. And that's not really – what's going to sell because there's no connection no. there. And really, really, you know, more no, often not. than not, more often than not when you see people leaning on their credentials more than the results and the impact that what they do has, 
it, it actually is kind of a red flag for me because if you're leaning on the fact that you're a CPA and a CPC and a CPM and an LPO and all these other crazy titles <laughs> after your name, if that's what you're using to build credibility, then it really makes me question yeah. how well you provide results because though anybody can get those things. Yeah. So, so right, exactly. Important. They're, important. they're important. Yeah, they're, they're important. They're being misused. I mean, if they're like the main focus of the bio statement or the why we are better than everybody else statement, exactly. then they're misplaced for the reasons you described. Well, I, would t- I mean, if I had a client and they came to me with this, I would say, look, do you have uh, – you're a member of International Coach Federation. You have this certification. You are the top 100 in the world of this organization. Do they have, like, little seals you can put on the website? We'll put these over in the sidebar, and then people see all the credibility. Uh, they can, you yeah. can address that in about two seconds in a way that's actually more appealing to the human eye and will have yeah. a greater impact. It's like, it's like when exactly. you see, it's like when you see military personnel who have their – yeah, it's like when you see military personnel who have their, their big block of Earthsats ribbons on, on their chest plate, and you see they've won 27 decorations. That says everything <laughs> you need to know about the fact that they are a decorated military officer. In the end, you need to know, are they going to be able to fight for your country? Exactly. Yeah. So the, the fourth mistake that we see is educating. And what I mean by right. that, you know, they're – what they're doing is an example is like telling somebody what a blog is or telling them why they need a website or, you know, we happen to work with travel agents very often or, you know, telling somebody why traveling is fun and what benefits traveling has. Yeah, and, and the, reason, right. the reason for that is because you are talking to the wrong people. You're talking to people who aren't even convinced that they need your services yet. You do not want to waste time or space on your website talking to the wrong people. We're, we want to attract people who are like, man, I need to up my game. I need to improve. I need to grow my business. I need to learn more and take control of my marketing. So we're not going to waste time on our website saying, um, what is online marketing and yeah. why you need to be <laughs> online. It's so yeah. much faster. It's so much better than networking events. Like, we're talking to people who are too far removed from, from working with us. Exactly. And so we want to talk to people who already know about what we offer. They already know that it's good. You know, have you ever been to a VA right. website and almost every VA website has a tab that says, what is a VA? Exactly. And they yeah. copy each other and they put what is a VA, but – I don't want to, to, or what is business coaching? I've seen this one a lot. Well, I don't want to talk to people who come to my website who don't know the value of having a coach. I'm not going to waste time right. talking to them. And so, so these are things that you could remove from your website and make sure that you're talking to the right people, the people that are ready to buy from you, and you're attracting them versus getting on a million sales calls with people who don't even know what a coach is or what a coach could do for them. Exactly. And so in application to the people exactly. that are listening, you know, whatever business you're in, you, know, you, don't wanna, you don't wanna be in a position where you're having to educate your potential clients on who you are, what you do, or what value and benefit you bring to them. If you wanna be speaking to people who already see it, we'll use the travel industry, this is a quick example. You wanna be speaking to people who already know 
that they want to travel, who already know that it's fun and are looking for a vacation because they're much further down the funnel or the buying cycle. They're much closer to purchasing from you or doing business with you, and that's exactly what you want to be doing in everything that you're doing in your marketing. And, you know, you want to be speaking to people that, that, that need to, you know, that, that know that your solution is best for them. So, so that's the fourth one. And the fifth one and the last one is common and then sometimes it's uncommon. It's something we see kind of often. And this is, you know, a lot of people, WordPress is, is the hottest thing going on right now. You know that with, with web design, oh, yeah. with web development and stuff. And what, what we see a lot is people kind of just copy or follow the layout that the theme dictates. You know, they pick a theme, right. and then what happens is now the theme is it's your thought. Yeah. The theme dictates to them where they're going to put this or what the slider looks like or the menu or any of those things. And the reason that this is such a mistake is because you don't know why that theme worked or if it did or didn't for the designer or for any person who's used it. You, don't, you have no idea. So you should never pick a theme and then be constrained by what it allows. You should pick a right. theme based on your, your goals, your content, what you want, and work that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, and I say that all the time. There are so many themes out there. Find one that works for your business. Find a responsive theme. I mean, step one is buy a theme and get your website up quick so you don't spend thousands and thousands in designer fees. But when you are ready to spend thousands and thousands in designer fees, spend it on a website that is already launched and already making you money and get your current customers to pay for that $10,000 website rather than do the $10,000 website first and then try and make it up through your big launch. Uh, you're already exactly. being exhausted. So, all right, so five minutes left here. So we still have the five things, that, the five changes that people can make today on their website to start attracting more clients and get that steady lead flow of leads coming in. So just give us five things you can do right now real quick to make a big impact. Five minutes. Let's go. Okay, cool. The first thing that you have to have is goals. You have to know yeah. what your conversion goals are. You talked about this earlier, Adam. You have to know what you want someone to do when they get to your site. Pick up the phone, buy from you, opt in, visit your blog, think you're cool, whatever it is. And then right. after you know your goals first, because they're going to be different for everyone else. So after you know your goals, you need to use what we call a visual hierarchy. And this is where just choosing any theme without knowing your goals first gets you into trouble. The visual hierarchy means whatever you want someone to do and notice, you put it the biggest or you put it the most contrasting right. color. When you go to our website, there's no doubt what you can tell what's the thing we want you to click on first. It's the hugest oh, thing yeah. right in the middle, and then you know what the second thing and the third thing is. Exactly. So you want to use that visual hierarchy to your power so that you can control where people go when they get to your site. And, and the next yeah. one would be the language that you're using on your website. One of the biggest, most powerful things that you can do, we talked about qualifying people. There's another side to that, and that is you should be disqualifying people in everything that you're doing all across all of your online marketing. And an example of that would be if you um, are wanting to attract clients who have a lot of money. You might have language on your website that says, are you struggling to cross over to the seven-figure mark? A lot of people might show up to your website and be like, what the crap? 
is this lady out of her mind? She's not in touch with reality. They're going to be so mad. Like, what? I'm trying to get one client. What? She's, she's not in reality. And they're going to leave your site. And that's what you want because they're not your ideal client. Exactly. So you want to right. use the language that speaks to the, the right people. Uh, and, then, and the next one would be uh, calls to action. And this one seems so, duh, so, okay, yeah, of course. But it, it's, so, it's so common that people aren't using them and that they're not using them right. They should be benefits-focused, clear, and very easy for people to understand yeah. what it is that you want them to do. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And then the last one is every page should have a purpose on your website. You, you should have one thought, one promise, one benefit, one offer, and one action on your pages. Unless, I mean, there are certain pages that we call like hub pages, like if it has your services. But as quickly as possible, you want to get people to click through until they get to a single focused page. And what you want to do is, is think to yourself, what is the one goal of this page Anything that's on that page, any period, any image, any word, any plug-in that distracts away from that one purpose, you need to remove it. So that was the quick version of our that, five tips. That was, yeah, <laughs> that was the quickest we've ever done it. Yeah, like, go, 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 go. Exactly. We shot it through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can, we, can all, we can all do it here because I want to leave time for the um, – for the closing thoughts here, which are also very important. And one thing I want to bring out, uh, I know some of our listeners may have uh, come to this saying, okay, well, I have these 25 different WordPress plugins and I have an SEO company and I'm making all these nice pictures of images with quotes for Facebook and all this. And, and, uh, you know, and how do I actually make money with these things? They're probably, maybe they're looking for this one button to push. And you need to go back and listen to this on the replay and see that, Mike and Robin did give you the buttons to push, and it's not entirely about you know having these technologies. It's what you're doing with the marketing, and what you're doing to attract people, what you're doing to connect with people that makes this all come into play. First, you attract and create, then you use the tools to build the connections and the trust, and that's how you turn all these webinars and WordPress widgets and everything into money. That's how you do it. Just wanted to bring that full circle. So we have two minutes left Definitely. here, and I want to turn the stage over to you briefly for just one more moment. Um, if somebody was looking for help with anything that you have shared with us today, and you have shared a ton of things with us today, and I thank you for that, how can they connect with you to get more information and assistance? Uh, well, you know, you can definitely, anybody that's listening, you can definitely go to our website, and that's just marketing your purpose. Com. There are several different ways uh, that you can work with us. We have group programs. Um, we have one coming up soon called Marketing Game Changer Program. It's the only yep. program out there that actually takes all of your marketing elements and it puts them all together and shows you how to do these things in a way where they're all working together with synergy. Yes. So it's much more powerful than being isolated. And we work one-on-one -on -one with clients, um, too. And we do a little tiny bit of done-for-you stuff, but not that much. Yeah. Um, but the best Great. way, if, if you're really digging the stuff that we talked about today, we have a webinar coming up. 
and it is called Lead Generation Machine, and it will Great. actually get into a lot more detail about yeah, the, the strategy. Yeah, we're going we're to cover a lot more. And um, that's um, you exactly. can go to marketing, marketingyourpurpose.com forward slash leads, L-E-A-D-S. Marketingyourpurpose.com forward slash leads. Awesome. So we're right at the end of the hour here. Mike and Robin Pashotas, thank you very so so much for being with us today. Thank you for having awesome. us. We yes, totally loved you. it. This was, Definitely, Adam. Thank this, you. Was am- this was amazing. Yeah, homie, don't play that. This was amazing. <laughs> so everybody, again, this is this is Adam Homie, and this has been today's episode of Business Creators Radio Show. Make sure to check us out at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. Thank you very much for everybody listening, and have a great day. Take care.